Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I'm so excited to have Brenda Ontiveros with us today. She is a spiritual mindset and manifestation coach. She helps women step into their power and confidence so that they can manifest the lives they truly desire. I've been wanting to do an episode on manifestation, and I'm so glad you agreed to chat with me. So welcome. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Jessica. Absolutely. So before we jump into all the goodness that you're going to bring, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? So my name is Brenda. I am a spiritual mindset and manifestation coach. I started my spiritual journey maybe like three years ago. And I started my spiritual journey playing with manifestation without knowing I was manifesting, if that makes sense. Totally. Um, And now since February, I went ahead and I started my business. I got all of my life and success coaching certifications. And I've been helping women really step into their purpose, um, peel off all those layers of inauthenticity and really discover themselves so that they can create the lives they truly desire and go after the goals they truly want to achieve. I love that. It's such powerful work because so I think so many people, so many women especially, don't recognize the power they have to create the life that they see for themselves or even realize that they can dream of a life bigger than what's been shown to them or what they think that they are worthy of. Right, of course. And that's that's why um, at first I started off as a mindset coach, which is great. I Those are the techniques I use with my clients, but I truly, the way I transformed my own life was through spirituality. Mm-hmm. And so it's through really harnessing that spiritual connection to whatever higher power you choose um, that really strengthens the faith and kind of fuels you into taking action. Mm. I love that. I love that. And I feel like that probably um, is a big part of what we're talking about today, which is not just manifesting, which anyone can talk about and everyone is talking about, it seems like these days, but manifesting from a place of purpose. So I feel like I want to dig into what this means and how we can do it, but maybe let's just start with like, what do you mean by saying manifesting from a place of purpose? Of course. So, um, I genuinely believe from, I guess when I, when I was, I was kind of forced into a spiritual awakening at the time I was um, in a PhD program. I was going to be a chemist. So I was a fourth, fourth year PhD chemist um, and I was struggling with addiction. <laughs> and so the only way I could recover was by turning my 
it's, it's, I went to like recovery meetings and they, the foundation is that you have to um, turn over your care to a higher power. And I was a scientist. So that was really intimidating um, because I was an atheist, but I was so desperate to recover that I went ahead and I, I trusted fully. And the moment I decided, I think I, I like, I prayed one night and I was like, all right, if you exist, show me that you exist. Mm. And ever since that moment, like everything, I started experiencing all these synchronicities and I started realizing that kind of, I was manifesting things. So I would think things and like people would reach out or certain like very specific, like creepy things would happen. I call <laughs> it creepy because it was creepy at the time, but that's when I realized, oh my gosh, there is something, there is something that's, you know, communicating, playing with me. And so that's, that's, that was my introduction to manifestation. And that's kind of how I work with my clients is first of all, helping them realize that they have the power to set intentions and those intentions can come true. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I did notice my, my whole perspective on manifestation is really different um, because I, I truly believe that through, through your spiritual journey, you know, you have, you have all of this programming, obviously that, is installed by the age of seven um, and all of these beliefs and thoughts and desires that aren't even yours. And so what I notice in, especially like women in like their mid twenties and beyond is that they reach a point when th- where they start questioning who they truly are. Mm-hmm. And so these are the clients I attract. And so a lot of times clients come to me and they're like, I actually don't even know what I want. And I was like, perfect. It's, it's better when you don't know what you want than when you have desires that were kind of conditioned by other people. Yes. And so I, I tell them it's okay. This is perfect because as we start doing all that programming as we start the healing, as we start the inner child work, the shadow work, all of these things, it's like you're peeling the layers of inauthenticity. And when you, that's, that's, I love to teach about magnetism because it's like, once you step into your authenticity, you become magnetic towards all the things you truly desire. And as you start deconditioning yourself, you you start realizing, oh my gosh, I don't, for example, for me, it's like, I don't want to be a scientist. Like, I don't want to be a scientist at all. And then I I realized I wanted to be a spiritual teacher. And I realized that I don't want, I don't want fake relationships, or I prioritize my health and my body and my well-being. And so I believe that all of us have a, I believe that this, this, our soul's journey, really, our, the purpose here on earth is to come back to that authenticity, mm-hmm. to that place where we completely feel worthy of having all the things we truly desire. Um, I think that is our purpose, um, to come back. And through the remembrance of our authenticity and our worthiness, um, we have to heal, we have to grow, we have to experience. But then there is our highest purpose, 
highest purpose, which I believe is to raise the vibration of this planet, Mm -hmm. to contribute, to do our part, to be, to take care of ourselves and nourish ourselves so that we can nourish others. And so throughout, when I talk about purpose, I know a lot of people, that word can have um, like a lot of weight because people are like, oh my gosh, like I have to discover this one thing. But I'm like, no, your purpose is simply to take care of yourself and take care of others and contribute in your own way, using your own talents, your own gifts, the way the way you are called to do it. If that's being a, a great mother, if that's being a great neighbor, if that's being you know a great coworker, a great business owner, that is for you to discover. And so when I say I, what I've, what I found throughout my journey is when I started, as I was doing all the healing, all the deconditioning, and then I started forcing myself to be a kinder human Mm -hmm. and to provide value to other people and to find a way that I could harness my own gifts and talents to be of service to this world that's when I started manifesting really, really, really fast, everything that I truly desire. And so I, that, that is my stepping into your purpose. It's like, we, we work on the healing, the deconditioning, and then we figure out your own strengths, your talents, your abilities. And then we find a way to integrate those things in your daily life. Amazing. So, so when you say from a place of purpose, it's, whatever that purpose is. And there may be, let's say there may be like some healing There probably is some healing work to do before you can even start doing that because to uncover your true purpose, you're going to need to, like you're saying, sort of pull those layers apart and sort of step out into your authentic space. And then from a place of purpose is like, rather than being like, um, I want to be a millionaire, you know, you're, you're not just manifesting something for the sake of having it. You're manifesting it to support what your higher purpose is on this planet. Right. And I, I truly believe there's a Deepak Chopra quote that I've just ingrained in my head. And it's like, I'm actually going to butcher it. I don't remember mm-hmm. it, <laughs> but it's basically saying that the most happiness, success, fulfillment we can ever achieve in this lifetime is when we're stepping into our purpose. Mm. And so I'm actually, I love the purpose part because a lot of people don't even know where to start. And I always tell them, okay, like you're going to find your, your purpose, your purpose is going to evolve over time. It's not like this one thing, being a coach is not my purpose. My purpose, you know, will evolve over time. I want to be a spiritual teacher. That's it's broad. It's general. I'm going to figure out how to do that. Um, but I always tell them, um, that your purpose is going to lie in all the things that you're naturally drawn to. Mm. So it's like all the things you love to do. And not only that, but usually um, I actually heard this morning um, about, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how our superpowers, our gifts, sometimes that the universe puts them so close to us that we don't, it's hard for us to pinpoint what, like what our gifts are, but those gifts come out when you're doing something you absolutely love. Mm. So like, I guess her example was she 
when we're in that flow state, she said that the thing she loves to do the most is to play like with her like little nieces and nephews. And she realized that her gifts come in being playful and nurturing children, those kinds of things. For me, I just absolutely love everything, personal development and like spirituality. Mm-hmm. So my gifts come when I'm reading and I'm teaching, teaching. I love to teach about those, those kinds of things. So yeah. I always tell people you're your purpose more is more about who you're being than what you're doing. Right. Right. What you're doing is just a vehicle for the overarching purpose. And like, like you're saying, that's why it will evolve because right now coaching is your way of bringing spiritual teachings to others, but that might look different later. There may be another vehicle for you to do that. There may be a book or you may start teaching for a certain organization or whatever. That makes total sense. I love that. So I'm wondering, I want to know, I think listeners want to know like, okay, so I want to start manifesting from a place of purpose. So can you maybe give us like a couple strategies? Like what are some things listeners can start doing to step into the purpose? And then from there, I think the importance, the important piece is, okay, so if I know my purpose, like how do I start manifesting from that space? Like what's that mindset shift like? So I guess there's two things I always recommend. And I always recommend everything from my own personal experience. Um, Cause a lot of people, they stumble upon manifestation and they're, they get so excited and they're like, I can manifest anything, but it's like, you can manifest, you will have achieved the most, I guess, um, you will manifest the easiest when those desires are true heart's desires. So they're not mm-hmm. ego desires. Mm-hmm. And so I always, I always tell people my favorite, even when with all my clients, I, I tell them, I like to manifest from a vision, mm. not, not a house, not a car, not a job, or I manifest from a vision. So what I have them do is I, I tell them, Take some time, maybe meditate a little bit and ask yourself if I can do, be, have anything I want. If money were not an issue, what would that life look like? Mm-hmm. And so I like to build the vision, let's say an overall vision. And from there, I break it down from like t- to 10 years, mm-hmm. then five years, and then one year, and then six month, six month goals. I create goals like that. Um, but just in creating that vision where you have no limitations, you'll start to realize because, so I actually did this, this exercise and I I heard it from a podcast maybe um, three, three years ago. And at the time I was still in my PhD program. And when I did that, I was like, there's no way, like, there's like no way this is going to happen, but I still did it. And at the time it was to be a spiritual teacher. And it's funny because I was going over that journal maybe like a month or two ago. And I realized that all those goals I wrote down for my five-year vision, I accomplished in two years, but I wasn't paying attention. That's the thing is I wasn't paying, I wasn't going back to that journal entry, but what I recommend is always to create a vision and just by writing it down, journaling is so helpful Mm -hmm. um, because the process of journaling 
kind of um, when you create kind of like a sacred space to journal your subconscious mind, because you're, you're breaking it from the routine, your subconscious mind says, oh, this is serious. Like we're doing something serious. And so a lot of people always say, you have to get clear on what you want, because if not, you're going to send mixed signals to the universe and it's not going to know what to do. And I'm like, the universe is so intelligent. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the desires and like the desires in your heart were placed there for like, it placed them there for you to manifest. And so really that this exercise of getting clear on your vision, it's, it's for you and your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind will start coming up with ways to get you there. And so I always say, okay, get, get clear on the vision that you want and start connecting to it every day. And that's for me, I, I, I would visualize in the morning for like 10 minutes and I would just get to know when you do that, you build a strong emotional connection to that. Mm -hmm. And the more of the stronger the connection, the more likely you're going to take action on, on that. And so I always say visualize, but then take it to the next step further after you visualize and ask yourself, okay, how does this version of myself, how does she go about, or how do they go about their day? And that it's in the acting or stepping into that version of yourself. That's how you start attracting the experiences, attracting the right people, start acting that way, taking that action. And then from there, from there, um, I, I guess those are my main recommendations. Um, yeah. I love that. I, I like what I think I like the most is this idea of really letting yourself play with what that vision is, because I feel like that does a few things. It allows you to step out of what might come to you logically, right? Like, oh, I should want to, I should want this, or I should want that. And it's like, no, let's play and see what is it that you really want. And then I think it sort of allows you to step out of the how, because I think so often we want to manifest, let's say a million dollars and immediately we're like, but how is that possible? How is that going to happen? And so I feel like by sort of having that greater vision, it's less of the how and more of like, I see what I want. And I just want, I want that to come to me rather than having these like really specific little things that we're going to start nitpicking and and finding like the steps to get to, not that there shouldn't be goals. Like you said, goals are part of the process. Um, But I think having that as like a general starting point allows us to sort of peel away some of those things that might otherwise hold us back from being the most powerful manifestors that we can be. Right. And I always, I always tell people, you have to get clear on why you want the things you want. Mm. And so, for example, I think at some point I probably, when I read the secret or something was like, I want a million dollars. But at the time it's like, why? I I didn't know why I wanted a million dollars. I just wanted a million dollars. And so if you keep asking yourself, like, why, why do I want this? Why do I want this? You'll realize that all you're ever searching for is a feeling. Mm. And so that when we get, when, when I get more into like the energetics of things, I like to teach that feeling is a secret. That's how you attract your desires. And so it's not only that, but knowing that you can access that feeling at any time. And so when, what you said about stepping out from the how, um, for example, 
maybe I wanted a million dollars a few years ago, but now it's, I can reframe that and be like, I want enough resources so that I can make the most positive impact Mm. in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I used to think I wanted a million dollars so that I can make a positive income, like a positive impact. And now it's like, I want, I can make a positive impact right now. And as I'm making a positive impact, as I'm stepping into the, into my purpose, Mm -hmm. all of the resources I may need will come my way and they'll keep growing as I keep fulfilling my purpose. Right. Yeah. I like, and the way that you say that makes me think of something that I think probably comes up on almost every episode um, is this element of trust. And so trusting that when you're clear on your vision and you're manifesting from that place that what you need, the resources you need, whatever it is that you desire is going to come to you. Trusting that by having, knowing the why behind the why um, Mm -hmm. is going to help that come to you or help you attract that. Yeah. And it it takes a lot of honesty. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say that even step one, I always tell people, like, if you just do step one, create your vision you're like ahead of 90% of the population because most people will be like, they, there's this fear. It takes courage to be like, I want this thing. And 20, 25 years of my life, I haven't been going after that. Mm -hmm. And so most people will just ignore it and just, you know, never really connect to that. Um, I feel like I wanted to say something, but (laughs) (laughs) it'll come to you it'll come to you um yes I could not possibly agree more that it takes courage I remember um talking to a coach that I worked with for about a year and a half who was absolutely incredible um and he asked me one he asked me one question that I come back to constantly which is what would genuinely make you want to jump out of bed every morning like what would really make you want to do that and I sort of like danced around the idea because I was too scared to say what I really wanted. And even now, even in having this conversation with you and I'm like, there's a lot of changes happening in my business. And I see that even I'm like still doing some pieces of what I want, which is I want to be a multi bestselling author. I'd like my, my role in this world to just be an author and put my, I feel like I can share best and empower women most through my words. Um, and I'm doing pieces of it. Like I have, a, I have three books, one that's already published that I'm updating, one that's going to be published in December through an imprint and one that exists, but I don't know when it's going to be published, but it's fully edited. But like, I'm not fully throwing myself into it because there's still, I think a part of me that's scared to trust in that vision and trust that I can manifest it. Um, and I think the first step though, to even getting to this place was being honest with myself and saying like, okay, like maybe I don't want to run a marketing consulting agency for the rest of my life. Like maybe that's not really what I'm passionate about. Um, And I think for me, that fear was like, well, if I say I don't want it, is the universe going to take it away from me? And then I'm not going to like have a business that I'm making money from. Um, That's been a lot of the spiritual work for me is believing that the universe wants the best for me. Um, Anyway, that was sort of a rant that, um, that comes up as you say that. No, I absolutely love that because I always, people, people, the thing I see people do the most 
-hmm. is that they give up at the first sign of opposition. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they think, Oh, this opposition, the universe, this is a sign. They take it as a sign of that. The universe doesn't want them to have that desire. And I'm like, no, that's absolutely not the case because usually we have like these really big visions. Um, and the purpose of our manifestations is not for the manifestation itself is who we become in the process. Mm. Um, and so what was my point of saying this? Um, and so I, I tell people the way, you know, if your vision is out of alignment for you is if it doesn't excite you. Mm. And that's, that's what you were talking about. It's, it's like, you have to create a vision that lights you on fire every day that you're willing to work on until you've gotten to that place. And the way to do that is by making sure that you make it, you know, super desirable, super juicy, super emotional. Mm. Um, because that's, that's what there's that part of having like a strong emotional desire, but then also kind of, like you said, that fear of being like, okay, and I truly, I truly believe this was my experience. I also felt what you, what you felt when I got clear on what I wanted. And I was like, this doesn't have a PhD program at all. Like <laughs> I did like 12 years of higher education for this yeah. and just being like, okay, like that is going to have to like be scrapped. And so that motivated having, having that vision motivated me because I, I truly believe that usually when we do want to step into this version of ourselves, you get exactly what you said. The universe will be like, okay. And like, we'll start taking away all those things that do not, that aren't in alignment with your vision. And that can, that part gets really scary. Um, but it's connecting to that vision, having a really strong desire that will get you through when it seems like everything else is crumbling because it is right. You have to, again, it's peeling away those layers of inauthenticity to step into your true purpose. And then what I've seen, I, I call it like, it's it's like the crumbling. Um, there's an Oracle card that calls it the crumbling. And I think it's so true because it's like all of those things that used to define you, they fall away. But then once you are who you truly are, you start manifesting like so fast, so crazy. And I, I'd like to know your experience if that was, if that was true for you. Yeah. So, well, it's, I still run my, my agency and um, about to launch a course, but it is, tr- I do notice, I was thinking as you were saying all this, that I did notice as I put my focus more on what I really wanted. So like right now my focus is on this course um, but when I was focusing really on book stuff, that's when opportunities were were coming mm-hmm. my way. And like, that's when someone reached out from a publisher and asked me to write a book that they wanted to put out. And um, that's when I got connected to this person who's, but like, I can tell that as I pull away from that and I give less to like less energy to that vision and start focusing on this, that I'm, I'm manifesting in, 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 I don't know how to say it, just like less is happening in that space for me. And so I'm sort of like letting that vision fade while I focus in on something else. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but 
that's that makes that makes total sense and sometimes there are people who really give up everything right they're like they quit their job they quit all these things they they just commit to this lifestyle um which can also be kind of terrifying if you don't like for example if you don't even know how to regulate your nervous system or how to have a deep spiritual connection and that that can stump people but I always like to say for example for me I created this vision I connected to this vision I imagined where I am today for two years before I jumped the gun and I didn't just quit my job and then start coaching like I you know I quit that job that no longer served me I took on a job that a job that would get me through as I started my coaching business. Mm -hmm. And now I'm fully transitioning into coaching. And so a lot of people, they, they want to know the how they want to know exactly how it's going to work out. And what I've learned is it's like, you take one step and then the next, the universe lays out the next. And then you take what it's a, a small process because a lot of people, they think, well, I have this big vision, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. So I'm not even going to take action. And it's like, no, you take, it doesn't, it never has to be like drastic, crazy action. Right. Like you take the action that you are called to take in that moment that you feel is in alignment with you. Yeah. I always like to say small steps are still forward motion and, Mm -hmm. and like it can take, just look at people. Like if you've probably seen, I'm sure you have listeners. I'm sure you have seen like those, um, posts on Instagram that are like really famous people. And it's like first made first million at like 53, you know, first book deal at age 45 or something. And it's like, I think we all have this idea that we need to like get it all figured out and we need to have it all done right away. And when really the reality is, yes, maybe I could be devoting more to the book stuff. And that's something for me to look at for sure. But ultimately, like you said, like, I'm not just going to throw away the only way that I'm making money, at least for me, that doesn't make sense to just pursue this. So it's like this balance of keeping the vision clear and moving toward that while also, I don't know, understanding that it's not all going to happen at once. And that it might take me two or three years of moving and it has, like I've made lots of transitions in my business where I'm doing less and less and less and bringing on more support. So ideally I'm making money from it, but I'm not doing anything. And I am moving toward that. That's part of the vision too. So I don't know. I think there's maybe like this more holistic way of looking at it rather than that way of like, must do, must get there now, have to drop everything, blow my life up (laughs) type. I I love that you said holistic because I think at the end of the day, um, we hold on to this vision, but we create in the moment. And mm. the only way we create in the moment is by being present. And if you uproot your life to do some, you know, to take drastic action, um, you're not going to be enjoying the present moment. Like you're going to be panicking all mm-hmm. the time. And so, yes, I, I help my clients create these beautiful, beautiful visions that motivate them every single day that bring joy to them. But at the end of the day, I feel like it really does come. It's appreciating where you are now, enjoying life for what it is right now, knowing where you're going. That is that, that sweet balance. Yeah. And when I feel for me, what I've learned is 
when I just step more into my feminine flow, taking action, baby steps every, every day, I'm just more happier. And I know that my manifestations just come so much faster than if I'm forcing it, forcing it, forcing things to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than just knowing like, this is going to happen as it's supposed to, like, I will know the next step if I'm truly, and that's the thing though, that I want to caveat with all of this is for everyone listening, manifesting doesn't just happen. Like we keep saying, like, you have to take the steps. You have to hold that vision. You have to have that purpose clear. You have to know the why behind the why. So I think you can, when you have those things, that's when you can truly trust that the aligned moments are going to come and that maybe sometimes you take action that you don't really want to take, but you know, is the right action. To t- you know what I mean? Like another area of finding balance, I think here is, um, yeah, taking action and moving forward every day, but also doing it in a way that flows and feels in alignment, which is like, now we're getting onto a whole nother conversation. <laughs> That's an important conversation to have, but <laughs> no, I, um, I do, I present myself as a manifestation coach and I attract a lot of people that believe manifestation is magic (laughs) Yeah, and that it's going to happen without, um, without any effort. And I'm all about taking action. Yeah. And that, I think that's some of the most important work that I do is that I, when I, the way I nurture my clients is that they feel so confident, so inspired that they take the action. Right. Right. And I think that's the value of having the purpose, right? So that you're, Mm -hmm. you are motivated to take that action because you have such a clear purpose that you feel so deeply connected to, so emotionally connected to that you can't imagine not moving toward that. Like once you, it's like, once you see that you can never go back. Right. Yeah. Well, this has been a really great conversation. I'm I'm thinking about so many things as we're talking for my own self. I knew that was going to happen on this. I just could t- I could sense that this conversation was going to be powerful for me personally. Um, but before we wrap things up, I'm wondering if you can give us um, like if there's nothing else people walk away from this episode with, whether it's something we've already talked about or something new you want to make sure like no matter what they get this, what would that be? Um, so I'm a firm believer that our beliefs, not our thoughts create our reality. Mm. And I know that when people stumble upon manifestation, like I mentioned before, they can freak out because they're like, I don't know what I want to manifest. But if you could just, if you could just fully wholeheartedly believe that no matter what happens, the universe will deliver what's of the highest good to you. Mm. That is exactly what you will experience. Because if you truly believe that the universe, that you're here and that you're being guided by the universe, then it's going to be easy to stop obsessing over your manifestations. It's going to be easy to let go of the how it's all going to happen. It's going to be easy for you to stay in the present moment, to trust that everything will happen in divine timing. And then from there, I would, I would even take it a step further and tell people. So sometimes people ask me what, what are, what's the best manifestation technique? (laughs) And then I'm always like, okay, you're not going to like this, but it's going to be 
to start letting go of the things that do not serve you. Mm. <laughs> and people are like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> they want to hear me say like, write down your affirmations a thousand times or like things like that. And I'm like, no, because again, if you focus on just peeling away those layers of inauthenticity, um, letting go of the things that do not serve you, that do not make you feel good. It can be as simple as that. That is when you'll naturally start attracting the things you desire. Yeah. Yeah. When you fully surrender to the universe and, and surrender to that trust. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, okay. Well, switching gears here as we wrap up, what are you getting intentional about right now? Um, I'm really getting intentional about creating my signature group program Hmm. according to what's worked for me in the past and what I genuinely believe and not trying to put a time frame on myself and just creating from a place of inspiration. I love that. And where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? You can connect with me on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is highest self honey. So it's a play on words. It's highest self honey, but H I G H E S E L F. Cool. On Instagram. And that'll be in the show notes too, for everyone who wants to find you. Well, thank you again so much for being here. Everything you've said has totally resonated with me. So I'm sure it's resonated with our listeners. So thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.